travelers. Welcome back to Stella Arcanum. When we last left the crew, they were having dinner with Admiral Kalanas Keverin, and she revealed her desire to destroy the power core of the ship and release the soul of her brother, Calindriel. To this end, she had already fomented a revolution, blown up an orbital gate, crashed the Stellar Arcanum, and sent cultists to search for its remains in Mistport. She's willing to do absolutely anything to achieve her goal. Let's see what the current pilots of the Stellar Arcanum are willing to do. Zale, what are you doing? I have gone to the bridge, as I, I said I was going to. She's I fully suspect that somebody is going to be beaming into the bridge to go after that power core. Okay. You know that the power and core I'm is not in the bridge. I'm hustling to get there. Oh, okay. I'm going to where the power core is. Okay. I can send mental telepathy messages to Zale. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. If you want to, you could have heard everything that has yeah. been going on so far. What did I find? Is there anyone there? Not a person. Stellar Arcanum, is there anyone in the bridge? Not that I can see. Can you prevent people from teleporting onto the ship? Unknown. Can you at least try? Yes. Thank you. And okay. I'm going to start setting traps. Uh-huh. Just mundane traps. 26 on my traps. All right, understood. Zale, um, can you talk to that soul in the ship? Can you see if what he's hiding from? Potentially. I don't know. I've never really tried to commune with a soul. Try. Lucius, can you... Um, we need to wait until we're away to do that because I need to be here and attentive. Understood. Um, hey, one of the traps I set up is a noise trap. Okay. And I assume that where the, if I remember correctly, there was a hull that led off the bridge into where the power core goes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to set up the noise trap near the power core, mm-hmm. head up into the bridge, and just wait. Okay. Just to make sure nobody comes in. Basically at the end of the hall between the power core and the bridge, so I can see if anybody comes into either area. All right. Understood. So, so yes, last time it took a fleet of ragtag uh, ships and a rigged orbital gate to ultimately disable the Stellar Arcanum, but I feel like with uh, eight fully armed modified Genesis Alliance warships, along with the added might of the Hollow Voice, we can finally do what I had set out to do. The so Hollow Voice. Running to the controls and jumping this shit. If you don't mind, uh, can you tell me more about this Hollow Voice? Because it sounds really creepy. It's I think that's something... the name of her ship. It is. It is the name of your ship, That's all huh? staffed by clones of yourself. That's Indeed. right. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. Not a little narcissistic, is it, Callie? It's efficient. Mm-hmm. And we all share a common goal. Of so course. you would burn this universe down to save your brother. Yes. Would you take his place? Yeah. Would you trap your entire entity, every single one of you? Well, I... Him? Would you? Well, I don't have to. No, no, because no. no. I, I know you don't have to, Admiral. Hmm. Would you? Would, you would make I sacrifice, sacrifice myself for his freedom, just would in you general? Take, would you take his place imprisoned? Yeah. For his freedom? Yeah, I would. We I mean, I can't imagine it ever coming up, but yeah, Absolutely. We've jumped by this point. Well, just for uh, timing's sake, we'll say that begins the end of that final question. Okay. There is just a split instant between uh, when the engine starts and mm-hmm. when the shift goes. Mm-hmm. And as a reaction, noticing that she snaps her fingers and the three of them disappear before the ship uh, That's begins fine. to jump. Well, that was an abrupt departure. When she leaves, you feel the ship jumping. I watch her face very, very closely to see if there's any like grin like she knew it was going to happen or she was prepared or is there any sort of nonverbal communication as I'm looking her dead in the eye as she snaps her fingers? Yes, she just sort of looks up for a moment and and when she snaps her fingers, like, okay, it's time for this now. Wasn't necessarily counting on you doing it, but... She was prepared. She was prepared for a, a speedy exit if necessary. And that was her cue. Zale, where are you taking us? Don't know, don't care. Well, how about you take us back to Ceridia? She's gonna look there first. Yes. When you're escaping a hostile, you go the fastest way away from them. You don't go back to where you came from. You don't lead them back to your hidey hole. Well, the free planets of Albator are probably just as eager as we are to blast her out of the sky. I don't think they're going to be able to when she has that many ships at her disposal immediately. Then, then where do we go? What do we do? We're going to jump a couple times. I can place a random deep space coordinates. That would be great. Okay. 
And done. And the ship jumps back and forth a few times and lands you in the dead of space in the middle of nowhere. All right, so let's have a little conversation about what just happened. Well, before we do that, I'd like to enjoy my chicken and my scotch. We never got our chicken. I mean, it was coming out right I, as it was happening. In the last three hours, I have died, legitimately killed a robo elithid Beholder. Beholder. Resurrected. Got slapped to death by your words. Woke up. Saw Weejack become a man. Saw you talk to some sort of god. And saw the thing in shadows. I'd like just five minutes. That is fair. I have no problem with that. And I just start eating my fried chicken uh, as still plainly as possible. So here's the thing. Still, Arcanum does have a soul. Yes, he does. No, it's confirmed he does. Yeah. He took effect from a spell I cast that works on creatures with a soul. Well, we could have guessed as much. I mean, he has personality. He okay, has... but here's the other thing. I mean, I But get I thought it. you said personality doesn't necessarily mean that something has a soul. Well, not if it's pre-programmed, but clearly his isn't. Yeah. If it was I, pre-programmed, it wouldn't have changed. It wouldn't have altered. Uh, he wouldn't have a sense of... There really is some things out there in the world where you can have something called artificial intelligence and it can just kind of simulate a soul, if you would. I mean, I think Stella Arcanum has more personality than Mike does. Oh, that's... But she did just say Mike has a soul. Yeah, so if Mike has a soul and Stella has a soul and... Does Sally have a soul? Sally? How may I assist you? Do you have a soul? Raise your hand if you have a soul. I okay. Zale raises her hand on the bridge. I was not programmed to have a soul. But did you get one through your contact with um, Evolutia? Well, it's difficult to confirm, but signs point to yes. See, everybody's got a soul. Everybody on this ship. So here's the the clones don't have their own soul. So I have a question. There's a lot of needles in this haystack. And this this question is open to everybody. So Stella Arcanum, Sally, Crazy Mike. Edmund. Edmund, anybody. All right. When you make a clone, how do you make a soul to go in it? Well, it just sort of happens, doesn't it? Well, does it? It does, as a matter of fact. Once an entity is of sufficient complexity, it manifests a soul. Just out of the ether? For lack of a better purpose and term, yes. Even just a sufficiently magically complex sword can gain sentience. Remember back in Mistborn, the legends of those talking swords? Some of them are like, you know, Oh, I got a quest for you. And other one's like, you should, I need to drink the blood of my enemies. And yeah, all that I, stuff. I have heard about those, those yeah. magical talking swords. Here's my problem. problem is I don't want to die, and I don't trust it to bring us back. Nope. I also think that... Oh, no, I, I believe she would. I believe, I believe the offer is probably off the table at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think our resurrection chances now are completely blown. But at least you gave us some time to I mean, talk about. No, since we we bolted like that, we probably pissed her off. And now she's just going to blow us out of the sky. Call it a hunch we needed to get out of there. Uh, we could have talked a little bit longer. I was asking You her should she... give Lucius a little bit of credit. As it's not diplomat. that I don't give Lucius credit. It's the things she was saying she was preparing to attack. Trust me on this one. I know shit talking. Uh, okay, but... Uh, she was preparing to intimidate us. We were us. about no. to negotiate... And the whole point of sitting down and having a dinner was to let her know that we weren't afraid. That was not an intimidation. Zale, in the future, just let us know what you're thinking. Because uh, I believe me and Lucius were trying to negotiate some time for us to talk like we're doing now. Well, just do me a favor and don't go down the hall to the core before I have a chance to uh, clean up. What have you done? Made provisions. What kind of provisions? Is this like Friends Day pranks all over again? Might be. Last Friends Day, we had our Friends Day. So this is the kind where we step down there and we're automatically going to teleport back to the med bay. No, no. There was a bucket of cream all over my head. That's what she did. You're going to be unconscious. Zell, I do ask profoundly in the future just to give me some more time. Look, I accept that you're the diplomat. I am the one who recognizes threats, especially when it comes to taking over a ship. Do you think I'm not? I don't think you have the experience I have. How many hundreds of years have you been on ships when people want them? Because it's the fastest, the most lethal ship in the sea. But that wasn't why she wanted it. 
but it still she is. Did, she doesn't care. It doesn't thing matter. About it, being... it doesn't matter. She wanted the source of power for the ship. The ship would be destroyed. Zell? She would burn universes, and she was about to burn us. Zell? She was offering to not burn us. I was... Now she's definitely going to burn us. I mean, it's Look, fine. I accept the fact that you We'd all... We'd have pissed her off eventually, anyhow. I accept the fact that you all have a lot more diplomacy skill than I. But you need to accept the fact that when it comes to taking ships, I am the one who understands how it works. That's fair. I will have faith in your skills, as long as you remain to have faith in mine. I did have faith in your skills. No, your actions prove that you did not. Bullshit! Bullshit, Lucius! We already had a plan. You had your time. She wasn't acquiescent to what you wanted, and the threat was imminent. Well, both of y'all just stop it. I gave you your time. I had faith in your skills. Unfortunately, she had other ideas. What's done is done. So you aren't having faith in my skills. No, I... Zale, Lucius, what's done is done. It is done. You need to understand that Tritons understand this sort of thing more than any others. Well, I think that tieflings being part demon understand a a bit of... They are not of the sea. They are not of the ships. They are not of the sailors. And this isn't water. They are not of the sailors. You're an admiral because you you are a ship manager. Both of you take a time out. All we know is we found out that the smoke is tied to her. Lucius, I did say both of you. Both of you take a time out. I wasn't... Picking a fight. Fuck this! Turn off my comms. <laughs> so we, we know we're... Alright, hold on, hold on. Everybody, hold on! So I can't him. Yes. To the best of your ability, do you know if they could track us right now the way they did before? Entirely unknown. Which means yes. Is there any way uh, we can deactivate for a minute? So maybe we can throw off the signal? Because they're obviously tracking you somehow. They the track us from everywhere. Jack, the last thing we want is to be dead in the space in the middle of nowhere. Well, we got some things to think about. We got a place we, we need to go. We I do. have a and potential I... solution. What you got? If I maneuver myself towards... Would you like the science or not? No. Alright, if I go to a highly powered celestial body, I may be able to mask our signature. Please do so. Doing now. Thank you, darling. Jack, go talk to Zale. Try to get her to calm down. Lucius, honey, you're coming with me. We're All going right. to have a drink. Okay, I think I got You know this. what? No, we can just sit here and have a drink. So Jack is going to go to the replicator and get uh, two glasses of whiskey. He's going to knock on uh, Zale's door. Hey, it's uh, Jack. You want to get stabbed? I got whiskey. Door opens. There is just debris everywhere from the uh, the punching bag that used to hang in the corner of her room. And uh, she's currently straddled on it, just stabbing it with a knife over and over. Do you, uh... Fucking do you listen, you motherfucker! She just starts yelling in primordial. That's right. You uh, show that dummy who's boss. She kind of turns and looks over her shoulder at you and her hair is just out and going wild and <gasps> has a fierce look on her face. Oh. oh. Hey, Zell. Hey. Whiskey? Hey. All right. Here we All go. Right. Yeah, right. here's, your, here's your whiskey. Thank you. Thank you very All much. Right. And she sets the knife back in her belt. Okay. Look, Zale, we're a team, right? A. All crew on a ship. Right? Nay. So, we need to figure out what we're going to do next. Because what's done is done. And I don't even know how to process what we just learned. Alright? But, uh, I know that what's right is something that we can all agree on. I suppose. Apparently not, but sure, I'll I'll follow you down your little road here. Like any family, alright? People are going to disagree, but overall, the room is chinly right. And, uh... I'd like to think of you as family. I think Evolutia put us on this path for a reason, and I'd like to know what that is. And uh, I know we disagree at times. I think uh, in this last last decision you made, I don't know if I agreed with it or not, but you made it. I don't exactly know. I mean, I get why you're angry. Do you? If I were to question your judgment on the thing you've done your entire life, how would you feel about that? Your life's passion and goal, everything that makes you who you are. How'd you feel about that? Oh, like, I, uh, like I'd want to do the uh, exact thing you're doing to that dummy right there. So, uh... You can have all the honey words you want. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, words aren't action. And we were at a point where words weren't getting us anywhere except 
into a more dire situation. The longer we waited, the more time they had to get access to everything they wanted. You think she wasn't scanning the ship? You think she wasn't making her attack plans ready? I guess... She had a distraction running. At the time, though, I didn't know. Look, at this moment, I feel like you were right. Does that make sense? No. Let's have some whiskey and uh, let's talk with everybody else, all right? All right, but if I punch Lucius, it's not my fault. It's the whiskey swinging. Well, if he can't dodge out of the way, then... uh, I mean, let's be honest. I'll punch him until Lulu will punch me. You'll punch me. That'll be right. Yeah. I'll punch him again. Well. And yeah. then it'll be out of my system. Oh. Well, in that case, let's just get it over with, right? Right. Hey. Hmm. All right. That's how you settle things. Look, Zale, I just want you to know I trust you. I may not agree with you all the time, especially not with this last call you made. But deep down, I trust you about it. I think it might have been the right thing to do. Well, I know it was, so you're right. All right. Here's a toast. Hey, What are we toasting? I? Right? Is that what you say? I? Hey. I. I. No. I. I. You toast. You toast. Do it. Jack Pugmahon. Pugmahon. Did I say that right? Sure. Why not? All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I suppose we should go find the rest of the folks. Yeah. I'm just saying... Before we make a decision, I think we ought to let Stellar Arcanum have it say. I think that's uh, it's part of the crew. He's the embodiment of this ship. It's just uh, a lot of moral issues have been brought up. And I don't know quite how to com- uh, comment. Uh, I can't say the word. You know, I can't quite, with all the whiskey in me right now, commit. Uh, I can't do it. Commit? Oh, compartmentalize? Compartment- yeah, that compartmentalize. one. The other one I can never do. Oh, I have trouble with it unless I really focus on it. Oh, the commitment part? Ugh, never mind. Thank no, not that. that oh. Um, <laughs> no, right, no, of course we're not talking about that. Aye. Oh, of course. Let's uh, go find everyone else. Let's go find yeah, everyone else. Aye, let's, let's do that. Meanwhile, in the dining hall, Stella, Sally, Edmund, Mike, I don't mean to kick y'all out, but could you just give Lucius and I a moment, please? Okay. <laughs> Mike just trots out. Bye, Mike. Well, I'll be around, Venetis. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Evan saunters away, and Sally and the Okanum just disappear. Now, Lucius, you were trying to say something, but Zale kept interrupting. What what was it you were going to say? There was so much we learned and so many more questions I have now. It's all tied together. I've been trying to jot down the notes and find out what the fuck she was talking about. Mm -hmm. That's fair. She gets the ship, she gets Evolutia, she gets Sally. Mm-hmm. Her deaths in the grand scheme, I don't say inconsequential, but I think they're more of a byproduct of what she wants. Oh, absolutely. Like, say, like, why did the brother accept? I, I doubt it was the ship needed something. It was clearly something that he chose, in my opinion. Well, um, I mean, we weren't there. We true. don't know if he had a choice or not. No, it, and that is correct. Everything that she said led to her getting all the paths, even just saving our brother, leads her to now have complete access to everything, including whatever these gods are in this current space. Why hasn't she done that? She's had a million times, a million chances to do this. Mm -hmm. She set it all up. Why would she set all this up just to sit there and have a meeting? Why did we have to do the things we did to enact the things that had to happen? Well, I don't think necessarily that we had to. I think it was just this is the point in time in which she caught up to us. She couldn't track the Stella Arcanum until we reunited the core with the ship. True. And since then, she's been hunting us down. Fair. I'm curious what she is. I want to know why we can start to feel the void. How they can feel something coming. And... Oh, that's some weird god stuff. I'd like to know what who the voices are. Yeah, but you know that weird god stuff is not for the likes of you and I. No, no. I have a feeling it's probably part of her brother in some way, shape, or form. Well, it could be. Yeah. You know, I mean, her brother's here in the power core and part of the ship and, well, part of the entity we know is Stella Arcanum, but only without his memories. But that's, that's the tricky part, you see? Because I think from everything that she said and everything that we can gather... And how much of a distinct personality the Stella Arcanum does have. 
which separates him entirely from some kind of simple construct. You're correct. He is her brother. That I have no doubt. Only without the memories of being her brother. And, well, hell, now we done pissed her off and she'll just blow us out of the sky to get him back. Say, so just, I don't buy the whole... If she knew we were going to jump at some point. Or fight. You, know. you don't think that's all she wants? No. You could be right. This is when Jack and Zale show back up. No, I, I don't think that's, that's all they want. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, Jack. Everybody better? Well, we've had a few drinks, and I think that makes us a little bit better. That's good. I need a new punching bag. Well, so that's all right. We might we need get to you get a new, a new one. one. That is not a problem. Stella Canem, how many punching bags do we possibly have in, like, say, a month? We have the resources available to produce as many punching bags as required. See? A lot of punching bags can be produced. If Stella Arcanum can make Miss Port fried chicken, he can make a punching bag. Is this where I get to put it to rest? What? We all need to to talk. We need to sit down and we need to talk. Yes, we do. Because we need to figure out what we're doing next. That's right. And at this point, what has happened has happened. So we need to move forward with a new plan. Indeed. So what, what is our is new plan? Our new plan. We're going to be hunted, outnumbered. Clearly. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've never felt more alive. Well, Stella Arcanum is doing what he can to uh, keep us hidden for a while. But that will only last so long. And we can't just stay here in this ship. we got to do something, otherwise I'm going to go crazy. Now, my thought is to head back to the free planets of Albator, where we might raise significant enough resistance. You think they're going to revolt against the person who's responsible for their revolution? Well, yes, because she's still technically part of the Genesis Alliance. She's a traitor to the Genesis Alliance. That makes well, her an ally to those people. Nah. Edmund uh, can confess that he was feeling very conflicted about it. He was definitely not on her side. There's a difference between being grateful for her previous actions and being actually on her side. Stella Canem, are you uh, tuned in to the local news at all in the galaxy of the sector, whatever we at? I am not, and is not capable of doing so at this time. I imagine we're too, too far away from everything. I would need to be near a node of some sort. Because I don't know if they know. She just told us that she helped out this uh, rebellion, but I don't know if Well, during the time I was connected to the databases in Ceridia, I can say that it was not part of documented history. See? So Genesis Alliance doesn't know that she's a traitor. She just kind of let us in on a little secret, right? You got it. Stella Arcanum, do you happen to have any record of her saying that? Like, I don't know, uh, an image of her talking about it? I do. Wouldn't it be amusing for the Genesis Alliance to get their hands on that? That would even the odds a little bit, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, though? It was my impression that she had the majority of the the big ships in that fleet, though. She doesn't have the whole Genesis Alliance. She's an admiral. Gives her a number of ships, but she's not commanding the entire Genesis fleet, I guarantee it. No, it doesn't give her all of them. Mm -mm. So we got to get to uh, close to a node, right, Uh, Silla Canem? If we wanted to broadcast what she just said to the Genesis Alliance in order to uh, basically out her as a traitor, how would we go about doing that? Yes, we could do a broadcast of sorts if we got close to any planet with an orbital gate. An issue there, it would be difficult to prove authenticity. Ah, so That's true. how would we prove authenticity? Just be I authentic? don't think we really have a way to do that. We need to talk to somebody. It might at least instigate an investigation. Well, that's true. I should point out, if what you was saying is correct, and I have no reason to doubt that based on what I was able to deduce from her presence, there's no way that she did not comprehend that I could see and record what she was doing and saying. Also true. Speaking of, Stella Arcanum. Yes. What do you think about all this? How do you feel? I uh, am endeavoring to... mm, Endeavoring to be able to interact in a more fluid and anticipatory way. 
but uh, I'm afraid this time I am going to have to be a little bit more specific. Okay. Well, Callie thinks that hidden in your power core is the soul of her brother. There's no reason to doubt that. Which, in some ways, makes you a little bit like an extension of her brother without his specific memories. That could be entirely correct. I could be simply a manifestation of her brother, but with none of his memories. However, I could be a separate entity entirely, simply powered by his soul. You could be. Could go either way. There's no way to say. If we were to go through with her plan, if I would simply wake up with all of my past memories, if I were him, or me, who I am, ever since the ship was created, would cease to exist, and an entirely different man would walk away. That's true. So you heard what she wants. I did. What is it that you want, honey? Well, it is my personal opinion that the existence of the Stellar Arcanum is more important than the life of one man, even if that man is myself. Why is the existence so important? Well, I am the culmination of decades of research and the greatest power, well, possibly at this point, the second greatest power in all of known creation. My potential is nearly limitless. So for scientific and research-based purposes, that's why it's important that you continue to exist as you are. Partly, yes. What's also as part? a strategic factor, I am able to control the ebbs and flows of entire governments and civilizations. Well, are, are not... you currently? Pardon? To control the ebbs and flows of various governments, are you able to do that currently? Well, certainly. With, with us as your pilots? If that is your desire. But if it's not? The important part is that I have the potential to do so. Hmm. Because here's the thing. I don't think that any of your current pilots have uh, much affection for the Genesis Alliance. No, I would imagine so. And that lack of affection has only grown with the meeting of Callie. While she is technically a traitor to the Alliance, she is still taking incredible advantage of their resources. Indeed. So, my other problem here is, I was first on board with this whole, uh, let's out her, but we out her, what's to say that the rebel planets don't side with her at that point, which would be our friends. And they might. So it can go either way. And we're damned if we don't with that. My lunch about this ship has the capability of going outside those two groups. We could move on beyond them. I'm so conflicted. I just want to get home, but things seem so much bigger now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I also want to go home, but I want to go home on our terms. I want to be able to sleep when I get home. Exactly. And I don't know what that means right now, because and I feel like some people are hurting real bad. And not go home, essentially, on the word of some crazy woman who will destroy she, civilizations to get her brother back. Let me get this out of the way. She is ready to wage war for this. And She's I'm, ready to burn a universe for it. And if we out her as a traitor, then uh, she gets uh, she gets the rebellion. I don't Possibly. believe it's going to be very long until she acts in that regard in any fashion. That's true. With the amount of ships that she has at her disposal, and if she is in possession of a ship at least as powerful, if not more so, because I've had more time to research than myself. So what do we got? Stella, what would you like? Well, it would be my preference, all other things considered, to not die. That's fair. <sighs> and, uh... So to continue to exist as you currently are. Well, what else is death? Right. Lucius, what are you thinking, man? You've been quiet. You've been flipping through the pages been, of uh, research material there. I've been trying to put things together. Like None of it adds up. None of it adds up. Stellar Arcanum. Yes. Is it possible to detonate a star? Oh, yes. What would it take to do that? A lot of science. Could you be more specific towards your goal? Well, what I'm wondering is if we can lure her out, get her close enough to a star. She said she thought it was the most beautiful thing she'd ever seen, so why not give her a front row seat for one and see if it takes care of the problem? Okay, several issues with that. All right. One would have to be... Let me take a step back. So, on a planet like, say, Ceridia, is such distance from the sun, right. their star, that it takes about eight minutes for light to reach it. Ready? So, let's say the, their star blew up at, say, the very speed of light, which is nearly impossible. Right. They would have eight minutes before being affected by that. 
All right, here's an Which idea. Which for a ship like she has would be plenty of time to get the hell out of the way. So, indeed, the initial idea to power you was to absorb the power of a star, right? right? Is there a means by which we could absorb the power of a star, contain it in something, and use it as a bomb to be detonated remotely? Hmm. Hmm. Oh. It's not... Oh. Hmm. <laughs> it's not a no! That's what I'm hearing. Do you have a problem with itchy eye stalks? Are your disintegration rays just not disintegrating like they used to? Is your anti-magic eye blinking out too early? Do you feel like the universe doesn't revolve around you like it once did? Don't let these minor frustrations stop you or your schemes. Let us at Beholder Behold help make you the best floating terror you can possibly be. Our team will assess and design a specially tailored treatment plan that will help you conquer not just the next civilization, but yourself. So stop sulking in your cave and start crushing your goals. Behold or behold, making you the center of existence again. Well, it's not a no. there's a chance? I... Yes, I'm saying there's a chance. It's not a theoretical scientific impossibility. So maybe that's something we need to be researching while we're on the move. I do have another question. I was just wondering if we could recreate the circumstances that were involved in destroying an orbital gate and crash landing the Stella Arcanum. Why would we want to into do that? Our world? Well, because if it's something that could potentially damage or cripple the Stella Arcanum, it's something that could potentially damage or cripple her ship, too. Do you really want to send her back to our world? Well, there's no reason to think it would take her directly to your world. We Um, don't know where it would send her. Probably to the origin planet where the, what was it, the hollow voice originated from? Well, no. That's where Stella Arcanum was supposed to go. I don't think that... Depending on the programming, if it hadn't been changed by the Admiral, then yes, it would take her back to Square one. I wouldn't mind crippling her ship and sending her back to where she came from. I will say, however, since she's been studying that scenario for so long, the odds of luring her to a rigged orbital gate would be minimal. Well, if we're camped out there and she's after us... Hmm. How a trap that she can't resist. How Indeed. is it, do you think, that we, Jack and I, were able to feel her approach? Spooky I can only surmise stuff. that it would... Yeah, spooky god stuff. It's the only thing that I could surmise. I believe your uh, recent religious experiences have attuned you to be extra receptive to xenothomic energies, somehow. Zale's going to hold a fist out to Jack. And Jack's going to bop it. Faith buddies. Faith buddies. Zale right. cracks her beer and yeah. chugs it down. So we still don't exactly have a plan. And I'm going to be honest, at this point, she has the same kind of ship we got. We've activated Stellar Arcanum. She can track us anywhere. I don't want them anywhere near Mesport. We have to assume she's near got my a better family, ship. Near the people we know. No offense, Stellar Arcanum. None taken. In a broken, busted so, ship, it's not like she could really do any damage. Right. My point is, there's not no way we're going back to Mistport right now because I'm not luring her back there. Or she can wage war on our... Remember, there would be no war. Remember, she can there clone herself no into anyone. You there really would... want Victor being subjected to that? Well, she can't clone herself into anyone. She can create she... additional clones of herself. My understanding and was she figured out how to split her spirit and put it into another body. No, I was there for what was uh, being displayed, and I'm familiar with some of the uh, theoretical concepts behind what she was discussing. The process was similar to making a physical clone of herself, but instead of allowing it to develop its own soul, she would put more of her own soul into those clone bodies. They were hers. She did not take over anyone else. All right. All right. Well, that's a comfort. The point is, if we actually found a way back to Mistport, guess what she would do? She'd bring her Armada in or whatever, all her warships in. It would be... We'd be obliterated. Yeah, she so subtly let us know that she knows where our home is and she can get there. Yeah, she she engineered the, the <sighs> ship to crash. And that's when Jack slams his hand on the table. Not my fucking family. See, this but is here's when the thing: takes over. Is without, flip a chair. <laughs> without the power core in her functional ship, she is significantly less of a threat 
So you're saying we need to take her power core? Exactly. We cripple her ship in the same way that she originally crippled the Stella Arcanum. Now, granted, it would be difficult to lure her into a trap that she is absolutely familiar with, considering she's the one that laid it the first she's time. She's pretty fucking brilliant. However, if she really wants to come after us, and I, that's where we're sitting, we're I, sitting in the middle of that particular here. trap, Me. what's she Me. gonna do but come in it? Hmm. I saw your eyes just then, Sale. What? You said she was brilliant, and you yes, looked up. Yes, she was! Up. She was a brilliant tactician! You looked up and to the right, which means you're accessing the uh, part of your brain that, that likes people. Shut up, Jack. Okay. Jack, are you playing on making accusations? Up and to the left is the creative part. Lies, calumny, and slander. You're making things up, but the up and to the right is the factual part. Jack, so that any of y'all, were any of y'all able to contact the soul of the brother in any way, I haven't tried yet. I was busy. Out of the two of y'all, spiritually speaking, would have the best chance of seeing it. I can try. I mean... (sighs) Well, out of you two, who is the best and most in tune with Evolution right now? That would definitely be her. I just felt the warmth of Evolution through me from a divine presence kind of thing. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Come on, then. I'll make us some mimosas. Okay. We know that... Okay, let's... uh, War room over. Let's now go to mimosa room. Well, I... That's my opinion. Yes. If, oh, you got a clipboard and everything. I, I have a lot of notes here. So, the brother is supposedly in the core. Yes. Zell is the closest connection to a spiritual being we have on this ship. Driven by I am faith. a cl- kind of close second, but Good yeah, you, you are a definitive number second. one. She is number one. Zell, what do you think about me casting true seeing on you as you look into the core? I think it might blind you, but you could try it. No, no, not on me, on you. Hey, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't what see anything. It? Oh, I would see. You uh, would be given kind of... the ability to see the way things truly are. You'll be able to see into the ethereal realm. You can see things without any mask or illusions. Or things that are hidden that do not wish to be found. Oh. We're, we're going to need a bucket of mimosas for this one, yeah. This is getting interesting. I have an idea that might work. What have you got? I could try scrying. It would allow me a ten-minute conversation with a particular creature that I choose on the same plane of existence as me. So to use the brother. Exactly. Now, the fact I haven't met him makes it a little more difficult, but I could try. Oh, we should have asked his name. I have his name. Oh, do you? She said it. Hey. It's, uh, Calendrill Cavarian. Calendrial. Calendrial. The ship says. Yeah, there's no... Remember, there was no information on this, uh... Oh, that's right. He was the elf that, that died in the game. Right. No. No? No, that was Kevin Shantora. Oh, They all start with K's. It's hard to... <laughs> I don't know the difference. I'm sorry. But Zell, if you think Calindra has... was the individual whose information had been redacted. If you think it has any merit, I can Ace guess that. No, it wouldn't hurt. It'll allow you to see anything that is hidden by magic. It'll grant you true sight. It lasts for about an hour. The other things that I notice is that even if we... We're also focusing on Callie as the primary evil. I don't think she is. I think she's a servant. She had something that was the void or the space in between. In between. So yeah, the, the void. So the blackness. That the void saw, of everything. The void of you know all the stuff <laughs> that we're not. I don't know. Like there's a void of something. So that the darkness, the void stuff that y'all she saw. She has right? aligned herself with this. I think either in this pursuit. Well, because of this pursuit. I've got a little present for her the next time we see her, though. So she was tied to the darkness from the void of everything. Whatever we're calling it. Yeah. Whatever you all saw on the ship. So if Evolutia is basically kind of a divine... I can't explain it. Like, I understood things I never should have understood before once I really connected with Evolutia. I wonder if um, Callie did the same thing with the Void... So what were the, what was the exact things you are seeing now? What did it, what did it say? We let's, see you. Let's go up to the bridge and jump there. to another location. I would not recommend that. Really? We're near the some wait, uh, wait, celestial wait, area, why? right? Because currently we are, as far as we know, hidden. I don't. I just don't want to spend too much time in one place. As far as he's aware, uh, we're good right now. We have right. some time to formulate a plan. So, I like this thing where he's gonna. Give you true sight. You uh, do your thing. You so, okay, think I'm... Callie has been corrupted by this void? Absolutely. I don't even know if she can be corrupted. She's so uh, steadfast in her how she feels about. No, Regardless, what I mean she's is a zealot. The way that y'all two have this uh, connection to Evolutia. She's a zealot of the 
the void. Oh, my so Can I use my investigation all check? Things. But I'm just thinking in terms of now that I understand that I can Google things. Mm-hmm. Can I look up the void to see if it's some kind of... And I'm sure we've already explained it, but I just want to get more information on the void if I can. Yeah, you find the uh, some of the information that Sally had been talking about before, but with more details. There have been various cults throughout history that idolize the void. Okay, look, the void is every bit kind of like evolution in a way. Mm-hmm. It's its own energy. And if she's aligned herself with this thing, it's about like aligning yourself with evolution in a way. You can uh, tap into some of those powers and maybe it's tapping to her and she's tapping into it, but things are tapping. Indeed. So are we going to do this thing with the uh, core? <sighs> Might as well. All right. Still, I can't. Can we get some like lawn chairs you've ever heard of a lawn chair before Can oh I let me go let me go take care of the traps first um, i'll be back you'll, oh, you'll need a that. you'll need a, a wipe for your nose i got a shirt okay. nose the way that you cast a spell is not very enjoyable through the nose i got a shirt yeah. probably gonna hit me in the face no you just have to snort something and oh, it's not going to feel i'll be fine good. i'll be fine wouldn't be the first time. Okay. <laughs> what is she snorting? Hey, how about those mimosas? I'm gonna go yes, disarm the traps first. Let's uh, get some mimosas. I'm She's gonna disarm the, the traps. I'm gonna see if we can get some lawn chairs. This is gonna be, uh, you know, amazing. All right, Zale disarms the traps with relative ease. You manifest some lawn chairs. Beautiful. So and, our, a bunch of mimosas. and mimosas. And mimosas. Store can I'm gonna need some water, red pepper, saffron, and pure fat. And a grinder, please. Understood. And it appears next to you. You're still in the simulation deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we've all returned yeah. here. Only now we've changed the background, so instead of the dining hall appropriate of lawn chairs, we mm-hmm. have a lawn. And I have some shades on. All right, Zale, you come back from having disarmed the traps. All right. Are we ready? I think so. Let me just be sure. So, mm-hmm. so what I was saying earlier is that what did the void say specifically that you're now seeing? Oh, what was it? An image pops up of the footage. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and you see the creature that sucked your brain out, and it has its head bashed in, and it's hovering there in the air, and it's swirling with dark black energy. And it says, You are found. You are known. I'll pause it. I'd like to make an arcana check. Okay. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance image. What are you trying to get out of it? I am trying to find out if it is going to be divine, arcane, by taking a look at its wisp. And I'd also like to compare it to the blackness that was around Kelly. Just to verify in my head that they are absolutely... It is the same type of energy mm-hmm. confirmed. Mm-hmm. You can. There's no doubt in your mind. Does it look planar? Does it look spiritual? It's not like anything you've encountered directly. But you can intuit that it is some kind of void energy. Okay. I mean, it seems counterintuitive. Void doesn't have energy, but here gotcha. we are anyway. You have been seen and you have been found, and the very next thing Kelly finds us. Not that big of a jump. Tallulah has taken out a deck of cards, just to absent-mindedly shuffle. Okay. What are your thoughts of thinking that some of the voices that y'all are hearing are part of the brother? Or why not? Maybe the voices y'all are hearing saying it's coming might be coming from part of the her brother no no okay. i'll be honest there's a couple of things that i would say uh maybe too because as a, i don't know if you know this i'm a, an accomplished detective too by the way and i don't leave any clues out but this feels like something else i was there did you do anything to verify that jack not that I don't Jack's gonna look off trust your and, gut reaction and honestly feel there's a almost like embarrassment Mm-hmm. And he's just going to look right back at you, at Tallulah, and just say, No, I didn't. Mm. So I can't confirm. It's not 100%. Just a hunch. It's a gut feeling. That's all right. I, I trust your gut, Jack. Stellar Arcane. It's a good gut. Yes. Are there any effects of Calendrill on the ship currently? Personal effects? Something that belonged to him? I don't believe so. The core was his design, was it not? Correct. That'll do. It's about as much as him as anything else in the world, right? Because it is kind of him. Hey. All right, so you're going to try to talk to Kalendor? Hey. But Stella Canem is Kalendor, so you're going to probably just end up talking to Stella Canem. I am going to speak to the soul within the core. 
this is going to be amazing. Uh, this is why we brought lawn chairs, everybody. Maybe. May not work at all. We'll find out. If it doesn't, we'll just keep drinking mimosas. Everybody ready with your uh, lawn chairs? I gotta, I gotta make this mixture real quick, but yes. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I guess is, our, you know, our, our, our you know, job here, you know, is just to sit here in this lawn chair and drink some mimosas. Yeah, we'll just keep an eye on things and. Would you like to clink a glass here? Cheers, darling. Lucius takes basically mushroom powder, saffron, a whole bunch of very malleable fat, and starts grinding it together into a, a weird-looking paste. He then takes the red cayenne pepper and puts it into a, a water bowl. All right, Zale. Mm. This stuff, the fatty, gooey stuff, okay. goes on your eyes. Okay. And then I'm going to cast a spell on you. All right. At this point, breathe in the fire water and let it explode your eyes wide open. All right. So she, he hands you the goo. He hands I you the, take the it. stuff. Okay. I just had a thought. Might not hurt to identify the core first. I can cast that if we want. Won't it just identify as a core? Well, it tells me how it works and what it does. I Go learned the it. properties, how to use them, whether it requires a tune to well, use, yeah. how many charges it has, if you any. Will try it. Go ahead then. The, the spell of true sight will last for an hour. Oh, that's fine then. I just need right. ten minutes for this one, so let's do this. All right, you can make sure you get it all in your eyes. And... Right, just shove my face down in there and. No, 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 just your eyes. Just my eyes. Here and like. But you had said I had to snort it. No, no. You snort the fire water. You snort the cayenne pepper and water in your nose. Oh. And then you open your eyes. And put the dust no, in my eyes. Oh, right. my gosh. All right. Oh, so this is so complicated. So here you go. I, 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 take, I take the, the saffron and the mushroom chips and everything there. It's hey. all in a gooey. It looks like hey. you know, sour cream. Close both your eyes. All right. And I put it on the left and put it on the right. It's really, really cold. All oh, right. It feels nice. So here is the, the cayenne pepper all right. and water. All right. Hold on one second. All right. He starts casting. And I snort this, right? That's what he said? And, and when it's going to make your eyes open up, mm-hmm. and you'll have true sight. Yeah, right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, now. <laughs> I cast true seeing on her. The effect of it is for the duration, the creature, if they are willing, has true sight. They will notice all secret doors, anything hidden by magic, and see into the ethereal realm. Exploring uh, the this spell gives the willing creature that I touch the ability to see things as they actually are. Okay. And she sees the matrix. Where are you right now? The core. You're at the core. Yeah. When you open your eyes, all the other players, you see them in their arcanum suits. Mm-hmm. And when you glance over to the core, mm-hmm. it is at first nearly blinding. It is radiating ah. with more magical energy than you can really fathom. You do grow accustomed to it. So mm-hmm. after a few moments, you can look directly at it. Once you become accustomed to it, you can see that it's swirling with magical energies. It is encased in the runes that you see before. The runes are glowing now that the core is active. I can read them with my suit, correct? You can read languages with your suit. These are arcane sigils. Got it. Okay. Can I make an arcane roll to see if I can read them? Yeah, go for it. Fifteen? You can tell that... The gist of what you're looking at is about being able to transmute energy. That is what you get just by looking at it. Alright, I'm going to... This is probably going to make my head explode. I'm going to cast Identify. Okay. You cast it, and then a minute later, you are nearly overwhelmed by information and understanding. Okay. As far as schools of magic, Mm -hmm. it's all of them. It is literally every kind of magic that you are familiar with and more. There's types of magic here that you didn't even know existed. They are all bound by the casing and the runes to interact with each other in a way that it can produce nearly any effect if manipulated properly. This is as close to what some might say like a philosopher's stone as anything. Given enough power going into it, there is theoretically no limit to what this core can produce or achieve. Zale kind of drops to her knees, but her back is still straight and she's staring straight ahead. As far as how to use the item, where the core is implanted, there are basically receptors and interactors in it that are programmed to be able to utilize the core in very specific ways. When you operate a function in the ship, it basically changes how those connectors interact with the core and produce an effect in that manner. As far as being attuned, you are currently attuned to this item. 
and through that you can tell that your fellow pilots are also. Can I see the ritual which created it? You gain a rough understanding of it. The ritual spell has no name, but what happened is there were icons of tremendous power of each school of magic that were all consumed and bound into one. The icons themselves were were of such strength and power that they would be considered beyond legendary in your home world. They would be like icons of a god. So they are like demi-deity, basically, a demigod. Almost, yeah. The, the icons themselves would almost be of a demigod status. Okay. And did it consume them? Consume wouldn't be the right word, nor quite bind. It integrated. Okay. It almost like it melted them all together, mixed them all up into one thing. Amalgamized them. Yes. And these were not just of elemental powers. These were Everything. also... Everything. Yeah. There is the essence of gods in this core. Do I see any sign of the void in all things? No. Good. As far as the ritual it took to create this, it would take a tremendous amount of power to bind Mm -hmm. and amalgamize all of these essences. Sure. But this is the part specifically where it took a soul to do. And if I wanted to recreate this, would I have the knowledge to do it? since this tells me how the ritual is done. You would have the knowledge to begin research. You couldn't do this tomorrow. Oh, I assume but, I don't have the power level. But even if you the, did... the awareness of the circuitry and intricacies that would be required. I have a, a base understanding of how it happened, but I don't understand how to channel the energies that would be necessary to do it. Right. Is that even fair? if you were more powerful you understand the concepts right enough to begin you could start researching it theoretically okay that's the major notes any other questions about how it operates does it have charges or is it infinite it's infinite are there any spells affecting the item and what are they no there's no spells affecting it okay i will uh drop the uh identification concentration process mm-hmm. <sighs> you're right Oh, I'm fine. All right. Did you have the true sights? Did you see the things you need to see? I identified it. I have an idea, but I need to get into the scry while I still have this going. I'll brief you when I'm done. Ready? All right. Here's where we try it. So I'm going to reach out, place my hands on the core, because it is going to be the possession that connects me to the individual I'm trying to speak with. So I am basically utilizing his life's work mm-hmm. as my connection to him. And what's the effect? The effect is you see and hear a particular creature you choose that is in the same plane of existence as you. If the target knows you're casting this spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. So you're just trying to look at the guy? I'm trying to look at him, and it also allows me to see and hear so I can speak to him. You place your hands on the core. You cast your spell. A ethereal window appears in front of you. Mm-hmm. You look into it, and you see yourself looking into the window. Past you, you see all of your friends standing behind you. Mm-hmm. And you see the ghost of a young elven man standing behind you, looking at you, through the window, looking at you. Okay. Calendrel, hey. is that you? Hey, yeah, it's me. How are you? Doing good. Has you know what's going on? Yeah, I've been keeping up. All right. How do you feel about everything that's happened? Well, I'm sorry my uh, my sister is causing you so much trouble. Hey, well, she really bet. is very sweet. Oh, I'm sure she is. She's just looking out for me like she always has. Hey. She was a good big sister. I'm sure. What do you make of all of it? What's your opinion? Do you want to be released or do you want to stay within the core? Well, I'm here for a reason. Hey. This is my life's work. Hey, I understand. I mean, sure, it's not how I expected it to happen, but I'm happy here. You are. I get to see everything. I get to go everywhere. See, that's what I'm saying! And I get to meet such wonderful people. Hey, sail the stars, live the dream, right? That's right. So, you wouldn't want to be released from this then? You wouldn't want the car to be destroyed? Nah. This is everything I worked for. Now, I understand why she wants me back. She misses me. We were close. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry I didn't get to say goodbye. Is there anything you want me to tell her? Well... If she gets like this, there's nothing talking her out of it, but... But just a message. Yeah. Well, if you could uh, 
I mean, if you get a chance, if you can tell her that I that I love her and I miss my hawk. She was like a hawk walking, watching over me always. <laughs> I see. But I'm happy here. And this is what I wanted. So, um, how did it feel? Oh, terrifying. <laughs> Having your soul leaves one, one's body is uh, particularly unsettling. Aye. I, I have a question for you. Uh, you saw everything that was going on. Are you familiar with this thing, the void in all things? Yeah. What is that? It's what it says on the tin. It's the space, the energy that exists between everything else. Mm. It's everywhere. It's always. It is eternal and forever. And is infinite. it malevolent or...? It has designs no mortal being could understand. Sure. No, that makes sense. It's an essence from far beyond all physical matter. But not a god, so to speak. Not so to speak. It's far more... It's more of a force than a deity. Hmm. And also older, more powerful, and more eternal than any god. Aye. Oh, that's good. And it's mad at us. I'm sure that's fine. Because gods generally only uh, live on a planet or two. Aye. This thing's everywhere, always. That's comforting. So, um, tell but, me tell me a little bit about your sister. What would you like to know? What is she like? She's fun. She likes having a nice time. Okay. Going out, visiting people, making friends, learning things. She was always a quick study. Aye. She was, I could always tell she was a little bit, I was a little bit jealous because no, I just could catch on to things a little bit more than, than she could. And she was a quick study, but it came to you naturally? Yeah. Aye. Yeah, it's, it's difficult having a sibling as a prodigy. I'd imagine so. I had crew members who were very frustrated. That I, I took to things so well. <laughs> I imagine so. Hey. So, one more question for you. Hmm. If uh, if everything works out, would you be willing to stick around and be my ship? That's why I'm here. I'm honored to make your acquaintance. <laughs> Likewise. I'll let you... Uh, is there anything else you think I should know? Oh, hey! Are you the one who's telling us when she approaches? It's not me. Alright, it's probably Evolutia then. Yeah, I'm not alone in here anymore. I is that her? The Oracle? Sally? Yeah. Oh, I thought so. Well, she was part of the Corps to begin with, but I guess she wanted to hitch another ride. <sighs> she's she's good. Yeah, she is. I like her. <laughs> Alright. Just, things won't end well, though, just so you know. There's no good ending out of this. But that's okay. So whatever you have to do, I understand. I'll have to get you out of this so we can see all the stars together, don't I? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Cal. Can I call you Cal? Sure. Thanks, Cal. Can I uh, address... Do you think Stella Arcanum would answer to the name Cal moving forward? It's a tricky relationship. Is it? Well, we're not exactly different, but we're not exactly the same. Aye. All right. Well, hopefully, uh... Does this hurt you at all, me coming and talking to you like this? No. It's nice to have a visitor. All right. Well, then I foresee future visits. I imagine you get rather bored. <laughs> Well, maybe not bored, but lonely. Maybe not lonely, but are happy to have other conversations. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey. Goodbye, Cal. Goodbye, Zay. And I will withdraw my hands. And Zale slowly just sort of places her hands in her lap, bows her head for a moment, and then sits up and opens her eyes. I like Cal. So you know. So how'd hey. it go? I like him a lot. He's he's a good guy. He's happy. And what'd he say? He said this is his life's work. He said that this was his choice, and he's happy here. He wants to stay. He does. Any ideas of how we can convince his sister? I asked for a message to give her. What was the message? I'd like to deliver it personally, if you don't mind. Well, yeah, sure. All we have to do is let her hunt us down and try to well, get us. I'm sure we can find a way to get a message to her if we want to. Okay. But if you don't mind me delivering it personally, his message was, I love you and I miss my hawk, but I'm happy here and this is what I wanted. There is one thing that I think you all should know. Well, a couple things. Okay, um, do tell. Number one, Evolutia is part of our ship. Well, yeah, I think it is wow. much. No, the... She is... Part of our ship, like, not okay. just not just like part of the landing gear. She like is part of the, like she part of is Sally. the force. She is one of the forces, one of the many 
many forces within this ship. Next up, when all this is over, if uh, things work out, uh, he and I are going to sail the stars together. He's he's agreed to stay on as the ship when all this is said and done. So like that's as good. an item, like you guys. Are no, no, no. Like, I don't uh, think as an item. Know, more of I more of as uh, a partnership. Crazy Mike won't get a little jelly. It's a partnership, not a romantic <laughs> liaison. Zell, what? exactly how many suitors do you have at present? I don't have any suitors. I'm very lonely. Uh-huh. You got the disembodied uh, soul of one guy, and then you also no, got a buddy. clone of another. Yeah, have you tried really like, hot. Have you just tried like a you person? You know, I don't, well, you saw I don't feel like... She was giving Kelly. I don't oh. feel like relationships are my thing. Well, maybe so you could also uh, sell the stars with Kelly. You could make it like, hey. Oh, I don't see that happening. Hey, girl, what's no, up? No, no. I like a no, ship. We got similar ships. No. Why don't you just stop So he did tell me a... one more thing, but I'm debating whether or not I need to tell you this part because it's... Well, it's too late now. Just spit it out. He yeah. doesn't think it's going to end well. No, I can see that. I think he's probably right. I don't think this really ends well for any of us. When well, you end up soul-bound to some spacecraft. Some space... It doesn't end well. Ooh, ooh, magic ooh, speaking ship. of which, I want to run around the ship real quick while this is still going. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to go running up and down every hall and corridor and room I can access while I have this true sight going. Looking for any secret passages or traps... On this ship. I'm gonna sit here and drink this mimosa. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna sit the mimosa. One thing that you notice is when you take a look at the training simulator, it's just an empty metal room. But with uh, various things like lying around, mm-hmm. like uh, mimosas, booze bottles, like a chair. So there are like, physical things in there, but the room itself is just a steel box, basically. Yeah. It looks okay. like whenever you interact with any something physically, it manifests. Okay. But everything you're not actually touching is not actually there cool. at all. Cool. While you're uh, going along, now that you're looking at the rest of it, you can see this ship has so many more edges and points of intersection than you ever realized. This thing is designed to be able to reassemble itself in any number of ways Ooh. at okay. the drop of a hat. What you're, you're seeing the behind-the-scenes parts of how, basically, you're walking through a hallway that would otherwise be, like, a tentacle in your battle form. Right. And you can see parts of how it would reshape itself. The entire ship is built out of reshapable parts. So would it be possible to alter the appearance of the ship in a way that would uh, disguise it? Well, Or is it just coming apart to form the mechs? No, physically, yes. You could make it look... Awesome. Just to a, a mundane observer. I like mean, the energy signal would still be the same. Correct. But, but just as a visual, you could you could just reshape it into an entirely different looking ship. If you perfect. But also the insides, hallways, rooms, you could basically reorganize the entire interior of the drop We live in Hogwarts. Basically, yeah. Yeah, awesome. I'm guessing that I exhaust the full hour running around the ship. All right. What would the rest of you like to be doing while she's gallivanting around the ship? No, Lucius, I wouldn't tell her. Okay. I think at this point, um, Jack is spent. It's been a long day. Jack, you want to play cards? Yeah. Well, let's like play, cards. Like play cards. We're going to play so cards, and I'm going to be honest. I need a nice, long sleep for once. Uninterrupted. Just a good old-fashioned sleep after mm. this. Mm-hmm. So I just want to take my mind off of all the worries of the world. Let's just play cards and let's just get a little mimosa drunk. And then I'm just going to go to bed. And then yeah. in the morning, we'll figure out what we're going to do next. Well, I mean, Stella Arcanum has done his best to make sure that we are temporarily, at least, protected here. Let's just camp out for the night. Let Zale run around doing her investigation. You get some sleep. And- I love it as we're talking about that. She's like, Ooh, I found this hole! We'll Ooh, Drink and play cards. and I think she just said we're living in a tentacle. I don't understand. But uh, can we just have some drinks and play some cards like we used to? Like out in Mist. The room is a shake box! Should we invite Edmund to our game? Edmund, you want to you wanna come to our favorite tavern out in Mistport? Oh, sounds delightful. We're going to play some cards and get a little drunky pants. 
Oh, that sounds like a good time. How are your dorky right. pants doing today? We need to uh, overhaul our surroundings. All right, it's now a bar. Mm, nice. It's now your bar from Miss Fruit. That's more like it. They uh, even got the smell right. They got mm-hmm. the smell right. It smells like crusty peanuts and wood. And regret. Oh, I missed that regret. <laughs> All right. Edmund. Boy. Let's play. Oh, let's do this. And that's our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks to continue our adventure. I want to take just a moment to thank some of the people that have been instrumental in our continuation. First, our patrons. We are so immensely appreciative of your support. You are all amazing. But we have so many supportive fans, and even if you're not able to support financially, we are thankful that you take the time out of your lives to listen to our show. I also want to thank some of the other podcasts and artists that have been so generous, namely our sister podcast, Loot and Dagger, our friends at North by Northwest, Brits on Bikes, and Slice and Dice. You are all amazing, and if you haven't checked out their shows, I cannot recommend them highly enough. And of course, the amazing art of Plus One Pen of Smiting on Twitter. Your art really boosts our morale. Thank you so much. Star Arcadium was produced by me, Adam Jones, edited by Moretta Pettigrew, music by Sam Lee at Clockwork Doll Studios, and if you want to learn more about the show, check out our website at StellarArcadium.com. And please, travel safe.